You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Bello Beaumont walks over to the trophy plinth, hands it to Sia Khaleesi, and Sia Khaleesi walks in front of his team and lifts the Rugby World Cup trophy to the sky. Fireworks pop off around Stade de France. It is South Africa's night in the Rugby World Cup. They are World Cup champions back-to-back. And Sir Khaleesi lifts the trophy once again. Yes, indeed, he does. Your call shortly. Let's bring in those 17 test all black uh, midfielder Peter Alatini, who watched this morning with friends and Fano in uh, Auckland, I believe. Peter, thanks for joining us. Your overall thoughts on what you saw play out in the Rugby World Cup final this morning? Mate, I'm actually so proud. As, as much as the disappointment of the loss, um, I found the boys, the boys showed a lot of courage during this game tonight, knowing that they're playing with 14. Um, men throughout most of the game, but I really, I really did feel for poor Sam Kane because I thought that wasn't a freaking red card. Actually, pissed me off to be honest. But, but in saying that, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm really proud of of the effort the boys have put in. I, I feel that they've done country proud. Does that rule need to be looked at, Peter? The the you know the the head on the head on shoulder, head on head, the head contact rule in the in the tackle. Mate, we need. We need people in TMO who really understand the game, mate. We, we've got people that um, that are, are running our game that really don't know the enormity of these, um, you know, the speed of the game. Like, honestly, that, that tackle, you saw his arms were out ready to, ready to embrace the, the tackle, but the fact that they... That they uh, ruled it just down on textbook was really, in my in, in my opinion, in my count, and I just think it just it absolutely put a damper on the final. So the TMO um, is is ruling by the letter of the law. I guess that's their that's their brief. D- does that need to change to be something more along the lines of the feel of the game rather than the letter of the law? And and do maybe we need guys and girls up there who've actually played the game at a pretty decent level. Absolutely, funny. Like to me, the game, the game that we love and enjoy is, is getting ruled by things that are out of control of those who are actually in the field and feel especially already. But it, it's just it's running our game and the fact that everyone else is is putting the decisions on the game rather than the person in the middle of the field. And the only thing that we got to understand is it's at different levels. When you, when you get into quarters and semis and finals of the most prestigious competition in our game, I feel we're ruining it by all these guys just going through the textbook of, of, of the game, which, which is honestly, it's really disheartening. And it will be disheartening not only for us as ex-former All Blacks, but I'd say for our supporters and the people that we're trying to encourage to come into our game. So how then do you, do you ensure that player welfare commitments are met and that guys aren't just going around willy-nilly throwing haymakers at each other and, and the head is put into positions where it could be you know, potentially in peril and yet retain the integrity you're talking about there of the, of the game of rugby as a game to play and a game to watch? The game, the game is always going to be about contact. 
no matter about uh, we we played this game for contact. We know the repercussions of what this game is going to do to us, right? The the thing is is that there's intent of guys who will go and try and hurt you, and that, it's showing clearly. Even when you show the replays of of some of these actions that happen, there's there's intent in some things, and then there's 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 no intent. It's the game happens so quickly nowadays. Guys, remember. Guys are further stronger and faster, so things are going to happen at a split second where your body cannot control that space. So if that's the fact that that, that that happens that way, then we've got to see it in that same way. We've got to have people in the positions that make decisions in this game that see it that way. We can't follow a textbook kind of style in our game because that's the most frustrating. And, and to be honest, Pony, and this is what I, I think not only just myself, but even talking to former players and, and people who follow the game, our game is getting so fickle and complex and soft in these ways that the decisions are made from people outside that sometimes they don't know what it feels like to be in a, a position of this pressure and this magnitude. So that's my disappointment, mate. That, that, really, that really has a massive factor in our game. So when you go down to 14, it, it seems obvious you're at a numerical disadvantage. Could, could the All Blacks have done anything differently while they were down to 14, or did they do the best that they possibly could when they when they went a man down? Mate, I'm so proud of these boys, mate. They What, what it did show me was how connected these lads are. They lost their captain. Everyone else just fell into place. They they had to do what they had to do, and, and they exploited things that, no one would ever do with 14 players, even when two tries at times, you know. But for me, uh, the only thing I would have probably, if it's, it's easy from the back to say, is around how do you keep collecting points um, in times of pressure. So for me, it was setting up for drop kicks. If I think back to England, Argentina, when, when they went to 14, it's almost that kind of game plan where you could come back to and do, um, and just collect points. Because for me, it was a matter of putting South Africa into chasing the game rather than us chasing the game. If I felt we did that, I, I reckon we would have got the result uh, in a different way. A frustrating morning for, for many people. Thanks for articulating your thoughts so well as always, Peter. Always good to chat, mate. We'll uh, catch up again at some stage soon. Piney, always a pleasure, brother. And uh, just just want to say to our, our people, please be proud of our boys. They you, if you could see their faces and their comments, they were so proud of representing our country. And, and that's what I am as a proud uh, former All Black, my man. Good man. Thanks, Peter. Peter Alatini there with his thoughts. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.